really feel like I want a beer. Go get one. Do some wine, some beer. I can't do wine. My throat really hurts. Like I feel like the bubbles would help more. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned in to episode 72 of The Real Word. I'm just going to make sure it's episode 72. We don't have Ness sitting here. We have Sam back in the house. How many? And the black table. How many episodes did you do, Sam? Yeah, at least. Oh, really? Oh, at least. Well, I thought we did it on more than that. I feel like he did more than half. Oh, that's right, because you uh, didn't start from one. But still, I feel like he did, he did more than more Swa's than been doing it. We're we're here in our Guilford, Connecticut studio. Usually, we do this the from our table. Niantic, Connecticut studio. We've mm-hmm. got the black table. Some people prefer the white table. Mm-hmm. I know Nicole White. What do you prefer? Well, so I prefer this location. You prefer this location, but I like the white table. We're I white. actually feel comfortable in the white room. I feel like I'm like. Well, we always are here in the evening too, so it's a completely yeah. different time of day and a different feel. And this, like this room's gonna give me more color because you got the white wall, the white table, and then we've got tan Nicole. Yeah. And here I can kind yeah. of I can it's blend in a little like bit more. It's different. Like the morning, I'm like I'm like fresh and clean, and now I feel like I'm like I got pen on my hands. Oh yeah. You know, it's just like it's the end yeah. of the day shit. Yep. Yeah. But it's the end of the day. We wanted to get this particular real word in uh, before next week. Well, I mean, it's going to come out next week, but we really wanted to address. We did episode 71, mm-hmm. and then like four hours later, four hours. we get this email forwarded to us, f- some well, from friends at Remax. Redfin and the fact that Redfin is um, trying to do away with buyer's agents. Exactly. And yeah. so that's what we were we were addressing that but we didn't address the remax redfin we didn't. divorce so racket well, we number didn't really one even talk about the relationship and what kind of consequences this could have i'm surprised we didn't even go there but we're well back. we had talked about the relationship in a previous episode we had oh, i'm yeah, just okay. saying at this point like when we were talking about it we should have known that there was going to be some sort of backlash from remax after they're saying that they don't want to oh you mean thinking agents, two steps ahead right. All right, so racket, num- racket number one is the Redfin Remax divorce. They are breaking the exclusive partnership that they created only two months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole, I'll start with you. Uh-oh. No? <clears throat> what sure. do you think? Whatever. You want to do it? I don't know. What are we what's, talking about? I mean, what's your thoughts on them breaking the relationship? I'll, let me read a little bit. Well, I think, I mean, obviously, when you read even the letter that, um, that they sent out, it makes it makes complete sense. We have, we're, neither of us are REMAX agents, um, but we do have the letter that was emailed out to REMAX mm-hmm. from Adam Contos, the CEO of REMAX. We're not going to mm-hmm. say who forwarded that to us, but we have lots of friends at mm-hmm. REMAX. It could have literally been anybody. anybody. Mm-hmm. Dear brokers, owners, managers, and agents, as you are aware... Last week, Redfin in, uh, announced. announced the introduction of a program that would encourage buyers not to use agents on listings where the seller is represented by Redfin. I don't know if that's totally true because it, it seems to me that it's Redfin-owned homes that they're doing this on, but the way they worded it in this letter, mm-hmm. the seller is represented by Redfin, so I think that's a little off mm-hmm. on the Remax CEO. That program goes against every value Remax has had 
for more than 45 years. I feel very strongly and passionately about that, as does our board of directors, directors and my leadership team. We strongly believe the role of an agent in the transaction for both buyers and sellers is more important than ever, providing professional guidance and protecting the interests of consumers in a large, complex financial transaction. Therefore, we have begun the process of dissolving our exclusive referral agreement hmm. with Redfin. Uh, he goes on like, to, like to say some other you stuff. There. You, you like cheers oh, to I that. Oh, I did it. You did. I did that. Not not one word. Not one word went wrong. Not, not one word. Not one. I've been getting better at reading and talking at the same time. Yeah, that's great. Here's here's where you go to the end. I'm just going to go to the end of this letter. We can actually maybe post it. Pop the letter up here, Sam, a little bit. Sure. Um at R4, which is their conference, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. we announced our core values more, M-O-R-E, deliver the max. That was your word last year. I know. Mm. They stole it from mm -hmm. me. Customer obsessed. Do the right thing, and together everybody wins. Here's, and then I'll get your take. Okay. Here's the big difference. They said customer obsessed, mm -hmm. but that's Glenn Kelman's thing from Redfin. Right. He goes out there and only talks about customer. Where Remax, by doing this, is drawing the line in the sand so by saying, agent obsessed. we are actually agent obsessed. Mm -hmm. We're going to stand by our agent and mm -hmm. what we believe in. And they're twisting it, saying they believe in it because it's best for buyers and sellers. Mm -hmm. Where Redfin has a different look on that, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I do believe for Remax to stay relevant or any of these really big brokerage um, brands out there, they have to be agent obsessed first because if they lose their agents and they're left with all this empty brick and mortar, what, what do they do then? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But Redfin's whole thing is we don't care about agents. We're not building a brand based off of needing to keep agents employed. Right. And this is just the tip of the iceberg of what's to come, I believe, for Redfin. If you're an agent, you certainly should look at Redfin as, and I think Tom Ferry said this, the devil, like the worst of the worst mm -hmm. when it comes to protecting your profession right. as a real estate professional. And Gary, to that point, or not Gary, uh, Glenn, rather, mm -hmm. Glenn, the, the CEO of Redfin, to that point, mm -hmm. your reviews are terrible, my friend. Your agent to consumer experience has been documented a lot as being not good, right? Right. So, okay, maybe you're making it easier for consumers to click a button and search properties, but you're not giving them a good experience as which you say is your number one priority being customer obsessed. So two totally different viewpoints and that created this, uh, dissolve, dissolvement of the, the partnership. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Did you get your haircut? I did. I can yeah, tell. I did. Mm. Mm. Looks good. Mm, thank you. She is the haircut um, <laughs> picker-outer. She can pick a haircut out from the um, crowd. I can. Anytime. So I do think that this is actually not a racket. I think that it was in Remax's best interest to cut ties with Redfin, especially based on sort of what they announced and, and were pushing. I do think that Remax does need to concentrate on their agents because that is obviously the engine that keeps them running. So I think the whole thing made sense. Um, I'm certain that the decision was probably made because of the, I'm certain that that poor gentleman that wrote that email got 
gajillions of emails from agents, which probably initiated the whole divorce to begin with. But I don't think it's a racket. That's possible. I think that, um, yes, I think as most um, brokers claim that they're customer obsessed, I do think that, which is nice, I do think that um, their agents are definitely a little bit more top priority. Um, I know our brokerage says that we are the customer. So um, I don't think it's a racket at all. I think it makes complete sense. It's just, it's, it'll be interesting to see sort of what's next for Redfin, where they go. Because I actually thought that this, we thought that this was a great partnership. We thought that there was going to be some purchases happening. We thought there was going to be maybe even some I, I thought it was a good merger. I mean, the whole thing seemed to make sense for Redfin. I thought it was a good partnership. I think it, makes, they, I think it makes more sense for a company like Remax or maybe Rheology, whose stock is tanking right now, to go out and buy Redfin. Because Redfin hasn't shown their investors uh, in the last 14 years, how they're going to be profitable, how they're going to make money. They've never made a dime for their investors. And, you know, Glenn Kelman at T3 a couple mm -hmm. of weeks ago was very open about that. They haven't shown how they're going to make money. It's, it's, it, that's almost two decades, right. right? So maybe it's time for their technology, because that's all they are as a tech company, to get bought out buy a Remax, buy a Realogy, mm -hmm. buy, mm -hmm. I don't know who else. It's interesting them. though, because I feel like just recently I've been seeing Redfin listings pop up in our neighborhoods now. I've seen a few too. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. Ugly sign though. Would you agree? Um, yeah. Yeah. I still, I'm obsessed with compass. Uh, I mean, I just feel like. How do we go all the way to compass? I don't know. I just, I think of signs and I'm like, wow. and then I have glowing lights and it's just. We're talking about signs. Yeah, no, I wasn't overly impressed by Redfin, but I guess I also feel like you know if you're if you're doing that t type of of transaction for your home, like I, there's not really much you can. I don't know. I just feel like yeah, and, you know, and it is what it is. And to Redfin's point, they've only sold five total so far of the homes that they own. So this is not a huge number of transactions. It was more of a moral compass point of view, mm -hmm. right? Like we don't believe in it for Remax which I don't think is a racket. I think they've got to protect their agents. Of course. Remax has great agents across the country. Well, and they're doing some crazy amount of units. I yeah. mean, you do, I don't think any manager in any city or town that has agents that are, you know, with Remax want to lose any of them. I mean, they, I don't think there's one agent that I know of in any of the local Remaxes that are doing piddly numbers like they are here's what i'll predict they're spitting them out you want a prediction i hate doing predictions because if i'm wrong but here's what i think redfin probably has to consider do you have a problem over there yeah stop it, touching I do. it i do I, mean, I feel just, like i'm sitting up down you know. i'll just pick right. a spot and well i'm trying to it's like uh, you're so fidgety like are you all right sit on your hands maybe like what do you know no okay. only when my hands are cold i do that all, all the time when my hands are, are cold. they cold are you cold no right oh. now they're warm that's why i'm got them out out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got some right. jazz hands. Let's wrap up this racket. <laughs> Sorry. Here's prediction. what I do think Redfin should consider doing is what Zillow's doing and what OpCity has proven to work. Okay, you've got an overflow of leads. You don't have good agents because they don't have good reviews mm -hmm. and you don't know where to stick these leads because right. Remax just bailed on you. You're probably going to end up doing the OpCity model and the Zillow model, figuring out how to get a call center and figuring out how to hand individual agents the leads not the top end mm -hmm. of the brokerage although a lot of these brokers like remax are going to start to push back on it mm -hmm. uh certainly there's brokers pushing back on zillow right now with their new flex program because mm -hmm. they're starting to realize that these big tech companies are going to take the money 
out of the broker's pocket as well as the agent they want the broker to share in that. There's more to come on that. So That's a little teaser mm -hmm. for down the road. So racket number two, best places to be a real estate agent in America. This mm. is from our buddy, Pat Kenny. Mm -hmm. Pat, if you're a 5 a.m. call member, you know Pat from Saturdays. Uh, if you're not, you should go on 5amcall.com. Feel good? Yeah, feeling okay. really good. good. All right, this is from Wallet Hub. Best places to be a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. And this is how they determined out of 170 U.S. cities uh, where the best places were. They took these 170 cities, they compared them uh, across 19 key indicators of a healthy real estate environment. Our mm -hmm. data set ranges from sales per agent to annual median weight wage for real estate agents to housing market health index mm -hmm. and here let's go through the list it's a lot of words that's a lot of words we're going to link this up we always link everything up you're going to have the whole uh list of the mm -hmm. top 170 locations seattle washington came in number one uh salem oregon i always miss that one up oregon i think i said it right well how's oregon oregon well, gone again you can say it however nothing it's like which one do you like? Oregon. Oregon. But, it, but right. it was the Oregon Trail. I'm just going to go with the states, not the specific locations. You got Washington, Oregon, California, California, California. That's the top five. Colorado. Denver, Colorado, six. Yeah. California, Boston, Mass, eight. D.C., Phoenix, Arizona. That's your top ten. Then you got California, Washington, North Dakota, South Dakota, Arizona, Arizona, Oregon, California, Washington, Arizona, Arizona, Georgia, Arizona, Tennessee. <sighs> Anything Hello. on the East Coast? North Carolina, Florida, I think, Florida. I think some we East were. I think New Haven was 154 of the 170. Here's what I will say, Wallet Hub. I don't care what 19 key indicators you made. When you have Portland, Maine at 28 and Los Angeles, California at 30, this is a total racket. It makes no <laughs> sense to me. It's complete bullshit. I'm discounting it based off of that because if you're a good real estate agent, if you've got chops in this game, if you know how to sell mm -hmm. and you're in goddamn L.A., mm -hmm. you're going to do pretty good. Yeah, pretty well. You're going to do really good. Pretty well. We'll do pretty well. Or, or do you think you'll do better in Portland, Maine? Well, again, it, it sounds like there's many indicators. So when you're taking them all into consideration, I, I must go back to the top again. I'm sorry. What Seattle. Were the, no, no, no. I want to know what the indicators are again. What well, are we they looking said at? they didn't tell you what they were. I they 19 key indicators of a healthy real estate environment. Our oh. data set ranges from sales per agent mm -hmm. to annual median range for real estate agents to housing market health index. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Dude, the, the top agents, because I don't care. Listen, if you're an agent in the bottom 50%, unsubscribe, unlike, I don't care about you. I'm speaking to the good professionals in this industry. I'm speaking to the top 50% of the agents. I'm speaking to the agents that are full time, that invest in themselves, that work hard. I'm not speaking to the bottom 50%. So uh, to me, if you're in the top 50% and you're looking at Portland, Maine or LA and you're good at what you do, you're going to make a lot more cake in LA, more than the cost of living difference. Hmm in that main to, to LA. What's your thoughts? What do you think? I don't know. I think that you don't maybe know enough about Portland, Maine. Mm. Cause I, I don't want to go to Maine. No, I, I, <laughs> unless somebody wants me to come up and speak for a large fee, I'll drive up there and do that. Oh my. <laughs> 
5 a.m. call. 5 a.m. call. Anyway, com. Um, so well, a lot of pitching on 72. There is here. a lot of Go pitching ahead. on Go 72. Ahead. So I guess I don't know. I, I guess there's lots of things you need to take into consideration there because I, I also feel like um, it's sort of like Florida too, right? The, obviously, the market is really well. They're, you know, they're doing well. You want to sort Florida of was was in, not until you got know, to the late talking, 20s. Well, we're talking about the east, the east coast here because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about us, like where along the east coast. Florida would was be one of the here. higher you know, east coast. Even Boston. I, I the the only downside to all of that, yes, is that maybe you could actually generate, you will generate more money in LA, but the competition is much stiffer, I would imagine, right? But if you're good, you don't focus on the competition. I hear you. I'm just, I, I guess if we're just talking about, I'm going to just pick my body up and move somewhere and you're going to hustle, I get it, but I think that you may have a better opportunity, potentially. This is just speculation. I get it. Because I know nothing about the Portland main um, market either, but I'm certain that there's a reason that it's on there as 28. I mean, they're mm. clearly doing something right. Some kind of algorithm. Our algorithm. market's 154. Wow. We are. We're really bad. 154 in our market. But we're, we're, but we're doing it. You're doing better than us, Maine. All right. This <laughs> yeah, I mean. Wallet Hub, this is a total New racket. Haven is actually the bottom 50% if we're talking about 50% and who people should and shouldn't listen to, you know? Wallet Hub, you're a joke. All right, racket number three. Amazon $7,000 do-it-yourself home goes viral and sells out immediately. This is an Inman article. Uh, The company claims the guest house can be built in eight hours. Again, it costs $7,000. And... We're going to put the picture up right here. I, I mean, love it. I mean, it's so fun. It's a shed. It is a shed. This oh, is it's a 100% shed. 100% a shed. It's a glass shed. Can you think of a great use for this? Because I can. What would I... If I, you have a pool and you can't afford a fancy cabana, isn't that like now your little a, cabana? It's a fabulous cabana. It's a fabulous anything. I mean, I even if I don't have a pool, I'd be hanging out in that thing. Hmm. You could like podcast out of there all day. Ooh. Sam, could this be a little little podcast for us? It could totally be his little podcast room. You know, got some people out there. I could see some people sitting sw- out or in like the, a swing. on the like stoop. Like a swing in there. Oh, look, there's a grill. They're doing it. I mean, they did it. Seven thousand dollars. I mean, it's a, it's pretty inexpensive. How big is it? It go down a little bit. It tells you how large they are. Whoever so, whoever puts this in their backyard. One hundred and seventy-two square feet. So you're talking about like ten by fifteen. Right. 12 yeah. by 15. Does that include the outside? What's that outside? I feel like that's like maybe an add-on because I think just the glass would be that size. No? Uh, I don't know. The picture is very misleading. I think the picture makes it look bigger than yeah, it is. we need is. a floor plan. I definitely this need is, a floor plan. Do you know plan. what this will become for any parents that are buying this for like their backyard? Well, it's going to be their children's little escape. Where they hotbox the living hell out of it with hot like box. bongs and shit. Bongs. Yeah, absolutely. That's what this would become. I mean, that's not at all where I thought this conversation was going. We were just thinking that this Amazon house for seven thousand dollars was a racket. I didn't realize it was. I gotta say, it's probably not a racket because they sold out instantly. People, yeah, bongs and just chaos for high schoolers. Oh, I thought you were talking about for the parents. No, 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 for the kids. It's turning into a bong room for the parents. It, tur- it turns into their it's bong like, fortress. What the hell are you talking about? I don't think bongs are still a thing. Well, I was gonna say at least like. Like roll a joint, if be bongs civilized. Are, if bongs people. are still a thing, if they're still happening, put that in the comment. If you're still using a bong, just bong it up in bong the comments. Bong it up? Yeah. Oh my Lord. Inman's going to take We're us right off. We're never, ever going to be doing evening podcasts again. This isn't a real house. Why are people like pretending like this is a real house? People in America spend money on stupid crap, but you know what? We can't say it's a racket because it's sold out 
instantly for seven thousand dollars again it is probably cheaper than getting like a home depot one um the only thing i wouldn't want to do it's like those um those playgrounds that you get for your kids oh my god those are the worst things no, to put together. No, just bring your kids to a playground. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, God, I, I did it. We did it once when my daughter turned one, which was mm. twelve years ago, and we've never, like, yeah, we've moved and never. How many times she use it? Um, she mm, used it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. If it, definitely put bong in the comments. Oh I want to see bong all over the comments. Bong? But yeah, but if um, but if hmm. you're interested in the Remax and Redfin discussion, I'd like to see which side you're on. Remax or Redfin in the comments, please. Mm -hmm. And anything else you'd like to chat about, let's let's connect there in the comments. I'm getting really good about the YouTube comments thanks to Harry Moore. I forget which market Harry's in. Harry, drop hmm. your market uh, in the comments too if you could if you see this episode. All right, guys, thank you, thank Nicole. You. Any parting shots? Any nope. shout outs you want to give? You want to drop anything? Shout outs. No, House of I... Social Media Built.com. Check that out. Because she didn't She didn't like when I, the 5 a.m. call.com thing. No, I think thing. it's fabulous. Dro drop it Drop it while top. Drop you it know? while top. I mean, do what you got to do, dude. All right, guys. Keep it real. We'll see you next week. Bye. Keep it real.